0: Right,
1: here we are. Yeah. All
0: oh, right. But we know it's down. It's been a long time. It, it's been a little while. Yes. Yeah, we've been overdue. Overdue. So,
1: yeah.
0: No half. Uh, but anyway, we're back. Uh, hopefully, this means Pop pickers. You might get to two hours this this month if we can manage it. Anyway, uh, we have six albums uh, for you. Uh, the latest from Elmbo, to take off the take off and landing of everything. Um, we then have Drive By Truckers English Oceans. Faron Williams, Girl, Kylie Minogue, Kiss Me Once, uh, Real Estate, uh, Atlas, and finally, Blood Red Shoes. Blood Red Shoes. So we start off with uh, probably the biggest release of the last month, I would say. You probably uh, and yeah. certainly if you uh, frequent Twitter, um, it. You would think it was the second coming of pop music, <laughs> frankly, from the amount of uh, love it's received from uh, it's famous people. A lot of love out there. For uh, is, no it, is it deserving of it? That is the question. Do well, you want me to answer that question? Yes. yes.
1: Right.
0: You, you can go is around. You can do it the right, roundabout way. Is it's right. This is where I
1: come in. Yeah. Um, okay. Right. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm to obviously, um, obviously state my uh, my insider information, personal interests, um, uh, members' interests at this point. Um, uh, for those of you that um, uh, didn't listen to our last Elbow review Yes, despite the accent I am from Berry or Bury So, um, you know uh, That affinity will always be there So I'll try and get past that And, and be past that Can you hear me trying to yeah. be northern again? I oh, no. you know oh, Those were the days um, So I'll try and get past that and, um, and, and, and be as professional as I can So, Elbow The take off and landing of everything I liked it yeah um I found that uh, you know that there were tracks like the opening track uh, This Blue World yep a good, a good seven minutes of 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 a warm up into the album there uh, when six and a half minutes would have done um and but but oh but, but okay alright let's go from the top overall um I do think this is a good album yep uh um, i possibly think it's one of their their best albums okay um i'm going to go and say um after obviously the massive success of the Seldom seen kid um we had um Bill rocket boys the, the one that we actually reviewed a couple yeah. of years ago um i actually think this is a much better album than than the previous album oh. uh ah, ah, <laughs> yeah uh, i'm with you um i actually think that that this is it's got more of that um solidity hey that's a new one um of, uh, to it, uh, more of a consistency across the album. Um, I found that my pre- I'm not going to compare it to the previous album, but I found that the previous album sort of kind of leaned towards what this one is doing, but still sort of hark back to the seldom seen kid in some sort of way. They yeah. have actually ploughed the furrow, um, furrow of of of, um, of this album, and they've done it well. And I actually feel that that once you get past possibly track one. Which does go on for seven minutes. Once you get past track one, I do actually feel that this album finds its groove and um is a very a very good listen. Um that said, I didn't warm to it immediately. Yeah. Um and it did take two or three listens before I actually found uh that 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 I, I you know, I found I found that this album was gelling um and I found it actually it's, it's, it's definitely a great I find it quite it's quite a beautiful album yeah, there you go Cockney's back um, it's quite a beautiful album in places um, in other places it's quite sad and melancholy but again yeah. still beautiful um, and overall I think it is possibly their, their strongest second strongest album I have waffled too much uh,
0: I'll, I'll I'm sh- going
1: to pick up a couple of things in a moment but right. I'm going to let you I shall waffle, well. waffle less.
0: okay um I also think it's a, a a good record um but I have to confess and I I found this I felt, found this with most of their records to be perfectly honest so it's not just uh, a problem with this is um whilst I admire aspects of the musicianship and the songwriting quality and Guy Garvey's uh, uh lyrical style um I have this kind of thing where I still get bored uh, and I find that with this album uh, as you say it starts off, and I think This Blue World um, is actually one of my favourite tracks actually although <laughs> although, as you said first couple of listens I wouldn't have said that because no. okay. yeah. I'm just thinking oh yeah. for fuck's sake get on with it yeah. um, and they do have and they always have them but they, they do suffer from um kind of epic songwriter's itis as I would call it, mm. which is that kind of need to have things that go on for six, seven minutes that mm. don't really need to go on for six seven minutes. Mm. Um which I think uh makes them just a modern prog rock band essentially, rather mm. than an okay. indie band. Yeah. Um so they're closer to Genesis, frankly, than uh, they are to uh Oasis for well, example. Okay. Um Um <laughs> And yes, yeah, so so I know. No, no. <laughs> but, but 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 this for the world. I like I like the charge as well. Because uh, the charge, uh, if I'm uh, listening correctly, uh, seems to be telling a story of a kind of old pisshead who's mm. not happy that he's not getting the respect he deserves from. Uh, Younger drinkers well, just, in, his, just, in his local. I find
1: I find I find that could that <laughs> either one of us could be singing that song actually. Well, this is true. <laughs> <yeah. laughs> you are ever in that situation? You know, with particularly with younger friends, you think that no one really
0: is paying any attention to you. Uh, no, anyway. no. So, so I kind so I kind of I kind of like that like that, and um, in fact, the first four tracks I I, I think are really 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 yeah. strong. Yeah. Um, but then after that I tend like so I tend to kind of start losing it a bit and it gets a bit indie pompous worthy although I like Colour Fields partly yeah. because it's doesn't it kind of doesn't fit into the album yes so therefore it does well it, it, it uh, the point
1: I was, I was going to make subsequently was um, I, yeah I agree with you it, it does dip in the middle somewhere um, I, I'm not I'm not so keen on the middle tracks Real Life Angel and, and, and Honey Sun My Sad Captains oh, that's a classic elbow isn't it you know? But but yeah. but Colour Fields sort of as you say pulls it back up um in a way that doesn't quite fit with what follows either. No. No.
0: I mean fields is quite quirky. Yes. Which I quite like which is why I quite liked it. Yeah. I mean there are aspects on this album, and even New York Morning to a certain degree, that are a bit cold play. <laughs> <coughs> you know yes. Is
1: it a conscious uncoupling of your uh, <laughs> Yes, it, it probably your, is. Yeah, your review. Um, no no fair enough I actually like I actually like New York Morning it has that sort of um, that, that sort of oh, they've done it they've done it well they've done it obviously with Manchester on previous albums um, uh, it's that sort of the sort of wide-eyed naive younger sing, sing, singer songwriter yes uh, coming out of, of Guy Garvey's vocal but you know um and I, I find I find that's quite that's a sort of wide eyedness um song, you know, by a middle aged man. I quite like that. I like I quite like the, the 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 possibility that that, you know, he you can still be amazed. And what is sometimes quite a cynical album. I mean the, the you know, as you said Charge a couple of chats previously, mm. and that's sort of like, you know, the world's not listening to me and yet you still have these beautiful moments where you know the world might might listen to you. Um I, I find that very optimistic actually in an album which, which you know could be categorised as, as, as quite sad in places
0: yeah uh, that's probably true but for me and I, my, my final thing is I actually preferred <laughs> lo- I, pe- I preferred uh, you preferred the previous one the I, I knew it I, 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 I re-listened to it yeah. yesterday and I kind of went yeah it's, a, no, I re- I, I it's did a exactly t- t- the it's a better time.
1: album I wanted to be sure I wanted to be sure I thought uh, I listened to it again I thought no it doesn't quite you know
0: but they both suffer from the same thing for me and it's the same thing I'm actually going to mention and we move on to the next rec- record as well, which is um it, they don't really have that um I'm trying to think what the right word is um, not quite stickability it's more a um oh so, so it's sustainability yes yeah, sustainability um yeah. nothing doesn't grab me enough yeah so Build Rocket Boys had mm. had that as well, well where I quite liked it when I was listening to it but once we'd finished listening to it yeah and even though I own it hard copy yeah I didn't really have a great urge to revisit it again even during the year we were reviewing it yeah okay. and I have a feeling I'm going to be exactly the same with, with this
1: no I'm I disagree i, I I'm, well, personal taste um, I actually think I am going to listen to this album a lot more and it's not often I say that this is
0: true this is true so what's next moving swiftly along um, I move on to the latest album by Drive By Truckers uh, which is called English Oceans uh, it is their 10th album uh, and we reviewed their 8th record so we re- reviewed The Big To Do about uh, 4 years ago must yes be. Uh, which was an album that I, I loved and in fact still love and think, along with their album Brighter Than Creation's Dark, uh, is amongst their best work. However, the, the album they released a couple of years ago, um, Go Go Boots, had that feel of a kind of, kind of a holding album to me. Uh, it was, you know, it was like, oh, this is what we're doing until we get back into full flow. Mm. Um, but the problem is, I kind of feel that English Oceans is exactly the same. I kind of feels more like a holding album than a kind of progression okay. of any kind of thing. Yeah. Which is not to say I think it's a bad record, because I don't. I think it's a good record, but again, it's not one that kind of calls out to you and grabs you like uh, Big to Do did for me, um, and that made me want to go back, and um, I, and that's the feeling I can get again. I mean, still, you know, they're still brilliant storytellers and lyricists, and uh, it's one of the things I always liked about them when I first got into them—the fact that they can tell really vivid kind of stories about America. Mm. Um, a couple of examples of lyrics that I really like the simple lyrics um, on the opening track Shit Shots Count with the line boss ain't as smart as he'd like to be mm. but ain't as nearly as dumb as you think yes. which I think is just a great yeah. uh, line and similarly on um, When He's Gone there's the line that she scrubs in basins never clean it won't wash off the smell of compromise uh, which is obviously about uh, a woman who's kind of stuck in a relationship in a relationship where she mm. uh, both wants rid of the bloke and also anytime he goes away, she kind of misses him kind of thing. Mm. And you've got those same kind of stories. So you've got the disgruntled worker story, uh story about arson, where Bonta went crazy, <laughs> which, is really, which is a really good song. Yeah. Uh, songs about political kind of fixers and, and the part of him, father seeing his daughter growing up, prime coat, stuff mm. like that. So there's some great kind of stories going on. Uh, the problem, I think, is that sometimes the music doesn't quite stand up to okay the the store the the storytelling yeah and things have a tendency to kind of drift and so songs start off and kind of then don't really musically go anywhere and sometimes just kind of whilst they're not a band that traditionally a bit like elbow don't traditionally write big hooks and choruses Mm. occasionally i think you you're just kind of willing them to actually do Mm. one every now and again um so when Walter went crazy, is a song I really really like. I also like part part of him. Shit Shots counts, really 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 good. Yeah. Final track, Grand Canyons, really great really great. Um, in fact, that could also almost be on the Elbow album. Yeah. Kind of that. T- 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 it is that kind of yeah. vibe and kind of atmosphere to it. Yes. The thing I like about that as well, you've got the bit where the kind of all the instrumentation kind of suddenly fades and out drops. and you've just got the drums. Yeah. And then you get a bit of feedback, and then a couple of instruments come in, which I think is really well done. And it's a song that is almost eight minutes, but actually is one that doesn't quite feel like that, which yeah. is uh, quite interesting. Um, my only other thing weirdness is on the track "Made Up English Oceans." Every time it plays, I keep thinking of "Champion the Wonder Horse." <laughs> yes, <laughs> which is really distracting. Yeah, yeah. I know you so it means mean. I can't really listen to the song. Probably going to think, I think of "Champion the Wonder Horse." So for me, it's a, it's, yeah. a, it's a good record without being one that's going to set the world alight. Right. And I don't think i will even set the world alight for Drive-By Truckers fans. No. I, 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 you've, been
1: very, you've been very critical. Um, I'm, I'm not as big a fan, but I actually quite enjoy listening to this record. And it, repeated listenings I found paid off. Um, yes it does definitely improve and, with and it's cuz it's mainly it is that lyrical um story story ability that, that that you've talked about um i have to be honest with you yeah the tunes sort of go in one ear and out the other and um and there aren't those great you know sing along tracks you you want them really to write a hit almost yeah you know you want them to really write a big singer song along that that you know everyone can sing at the gigs and stuff um, and I think I said this on the, the last time we re- reviewed the, um, the eighth album um, the, it's a band I really want to sort of see live or listen to in a live environment mm. I can sort of almost taste the sawdust on the floor when, you, when you're listening when you're listening to them um, and uh, it, it, it it loses something in the recorded format um, they're also the the different vocal
0: yes <clears throat> Vocalist, and they've they've got one less vocalist now because yeah. they used to have a female uh, bass yes. player, player also used to sing did. yeah. Yeah. And now it's just uh, Patterson yeah. Hood and um, Mike Cooley Although again, yeah. it's been it's mostly been Patterson Hood that's driven the band right. forward in the past, and this is the first time I think where they've had equal footing songwriter wise. Right. Because
1: right. I found that, that, that again, again in the recording format, I found that a little bit distracting. Mm. It, in a way, it was almost like, well, it sort of kept one track, two track, one track, yep. two track. Um, you know, which made me think this would work better, much better as a live album,
0: in a way. Interesting.
1: Yeah. But I thought, a good album.
0: Moving on. Yes. Let's get happy. Uh, with Pharrell Williams and his <laughs> second solo album, uh, it's called Girl. Yeah. He's... Uh, Better known, well, he used to be better known for producing people and writing stuff with people, uh, I suppose, rather than doing stuff on his own. Although he did stuff for the Neptunes and various other things, and has worked obviously with Justin Timberlake, for example, who appears on uh, this record. Uh, and last year was. uh hard to avoid him because he was on two of the biggest selling <laughs> singles of the year he certainly was yeah and uh, he's already on one of the biggest selling singles of the, <laughs> possibly the song that might end up being the biggest selling single this year as well so yeah. can Pharrell do no wrong um I enjoyed this record yeah
1: yeah um, um I have to say it's a, it's it is it is the, the classic the classic review that we give it is an album of two halves um um, uh, once you get past "Happy," um, I don't quite think the punchiness is there. Um, but actually, I actually enjoyed—I enjoyed listening to this album. Um, and, and each time I listened to it, I actually found a I sort of found it a bit more, a bit more of the humming was coming along. You know, so I was tapping my feet and stuff. Yeah, um, it sort of wheed- wheedles its way in, which is great. Um, I like the—I um, like. Well, I don't actually mind "Happy." I think "Happy" is a great song. Yeah, I think it's a—it's a great—it's a great track for him. It's a great follow-up to the other the other big hit he had sort of last year um and I, I really like his i really like his style i found it a very a very soulful album i actually found it quite a sexy album if that makes sense yeah <laughs> go with me on this yeah because we're about to review an album i found very unsexy <laughs> yes we are so in comparison this album was very sexy um and um, did, did we get a little bit of The old Daft Punk in there Somewhere as well? Yeah
0: Daft Punk are on uh, At least one track I believe yeah?
1: Yes. yeah
0: Um Is it is it the hidden track? I can't remember For chance
1: um, Yeah
0: they, they, I probably should
1: have made a note Of this somewhere in the, Somewhere in the middle Of the second half It all goes very Daft Punk And it, it's all very summer 2013 um, But I think they might go On of Wind actually. Yes Yeah Okay, so before that, before the before the track, yeah. So, so gust of wind was up, was a standout track for me as well, and and hunter. Yeah, hunter's ba-dum. fun. Yeah, you know, I quite I, I enjoyed that. You
0: know. Yeah, I agree. The first, I agree. The first half of the album is yeah. quite, quite yeah, fun. It's a, got, it's a strong. You know, you've got you've got kind of what you'd expect really. You've, the first first two tracks. So, Mariah Marone brand new. Uh, second one being a duet with Justin Timberlake. Both of those tracks actually kind of. Reminded me a lot of the Justin Timberlake album that mm. we reviewed last year, and the fact that they're both very Michael Jacksony. Yes, um, but done in a kind of good way, yeah. not a bad way. So it's actually yeah. not a a slagging off kind of. No. sounds Michael Jacksony. It's actually it sounds Michael Jacksony, but actually in in a good Michael Jackson way, rather than the bad Michael Jackson way. As you yeah. said, Hunters then quite fun. Yeah. Gersh, I'm not so sure about. No, happy, happy is definitely is is happy yeah it's fun you know it's yeah, impossible it's, fun, fun it's impossible not to like almost of that. yeah exactly <laughs> uh, and I even quite like Come Get It Baby which um, it seems to be kind of channeling Prince almost there mm. on, on that which has a bit of added, added Miley Cyrus on it mm. uh, and as you say after that it kind of falls away it and, of falls and, away and um, yeah. I find the second half of the album a bit forgettable yeah uh, in fact so much so uh, despite the fact I listened to this just a couple of days ago I can't, <laughs> I can't even remember the uh, duet with Alicia Keys
1: yeah I'm aware I'm aware of a duet with Alicia Keys but so uh, it Mac, obviously thrilled me greatly yeah um, it does fall away so the, so the first half quite a strong album second half sort of lets it down yeah so yeah it was.
0: it's, and as I said,
1: it's, it's a sexy record
0: well it's uh, I, I would agree that it's certainly sexier than the, the next record than uh national treasure Kylie national treasure even though she's not one of ours she kind of is she, <laughs> she, 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 kind of, she kind of is now a national treasure <laughs> yep uh with Kiss Me Once yeah um I love Kylie you know yeah. in, in a kind of men behaving badly <laughs> kind, of, kind of way there are a few people that will get that reference uh <laughs> and you know it's impossible not to like her yeah uh fact, is the only reason I've watched any episodes of The Voice, if I'm being honest. <laughs> however. Still laughing laugh at your previous joke. Um, yeah. However. Yeah. And this is the 12th studio album. And in a way, it's kind of what you expect to get from a Kylie album, at least a Kylie album of today. Yeah. In that it's fine yeah, 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 Yeah. But fairly unremarkable and quite yeah. uninspiring. Really? Yeah. It's... It's, you know, a different producer on every track. Which doesn't A different writer on most tracks. Which also doesn't help. And, as you said on the, as you said on the kind of sexy side of things, yeah. um, there are a lot of songs about love. Yeah. On There's this a lot, album.
1: There are a lot of songs that mention sex.
0: Yeah. But just, and just, just squeezing those three letters into a track doesn't necessarily yeah. make it sexy. And particularly if you call it sexercise, which is just goddamn awful. Yeah, yes. it's just goddamn awful. Uh, so as is as as, as gonna cancel which is also dreadful yeah. in my opinion um, but most of it's I think most of it's average so things like Sexy Love and Fine uh, no. you know are fine
1: Yeah.
0: but nothing else um, for me the best two tracks on the album are the opening two yep. which are the current Agreed. single Into the Blue and then Million Miles which is actually a half decent track Um and as I said, the rest of it's just kind no, of it just fizzles away, doesn't meh. it? Yeah. Um, it's. I mean, "Kiss Me Once," I suppose, is all right. And there are two extra tracks, bonus tracks, which I uh, found on a extra special version. Uh, one called "Mr. President," which uh, was like a bad, bad Britney Spears type song. Right. Yeah. Uh, another called "Sleeping with the Enemy," which was frankly better than. Virtually every track on the album. Oh really? Uh, so I'm okay. not sure why it didn't make it onto the final thing of the album. Um, and it's yeah, it, we're not going to harm the sales. No, I'm sure we're not. Uh, although I, I do believe that the uh, opening sales were slightly disappointing. Yeah.
1: Uh, when you think back to the great stuff she was doing about about 11 years ago. Yeah. Um, and, and and before that as well. Um, I've, I've always had an admiration for Kylie I can't believe I just said that and um, like you know in the, sort of this, the the different things that she's done the different the different. she's almost like the um, she's almost like the um, I was about to say the pop version of David Bowie you know what I mean um, she's almost like the sort of the, that, that kind of um, pop girl Maggie, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know plastic pop version of Barry there's been all these different incarnations of Kylie as there have been with Barry over the years and um, and there have been some great incarnations of Ky- Kylie I'm not too sure about this one
0: no and, it, and it's not a al- it's not an album that holds together as an no, album it but, then, but then again it's probably not meant to um, no it's probably it's meant s- to be a s- sliced and dice sliced and dice I said yeah. remixed so you can play it in clubs and just have people yeah. download the track here and there rather than I buy it and listen to it as a as a record which is sad but yeah. there you go there we go <sighs> right, time to get indie. Oh. Did
1: you give me a sigh then. <laughs>
0: yeah, I know. I know Pete's looking forward to the next one particularly. <sighs> we go to America now, which is quite unbelievable. Really, illegal. that makes it worse. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we go, we go, we go to New York and right. third an album from a band called Real Estate called Atlas, yeah. uh, uh, a band I hadn't heard of before, and and yeah. I'm ge- I have a feeling we, we share some views on this one as well. I'm guessing we're, we don't think we particularly missed out on not having heard the two previous no. albums by the band. Yeah. Do you want to dig in and tell yeah. tell people what decade we're in and where we are? I'm not entirely sure what decade we're in, to be honest. Um,
1: it this al- I, I have to admit, this album starts okay. Yes. And um, um, I, yeah, I listened to it, the first time I listened to it, oh, okay, all right, we're doing we're doing some sort of. Um, um, Americana meets the Smiths thing um, uh, so it already was somewhere between the 70s and the 80s I'm not entirely sure but but I like it I like it and and then we get to track 4 which is April's song which is a little instrumental which was you know I quite, I quite, like, I quite like the odd instrumental thrown in yeah. and then I realised that actually the last 4 tracks have just sort of gone from one to the other to the other and then the rest of the album just sounds the same yeah, and I've listened to this record more than once, more than twice, and I still can't tell you um, much about it.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean uh, for, me, for me, when I first put it put it on, I it came on um, uh, on shuffle mm. uh, on my iPod, and I actually, actually thought that that somehow there was a Charlatan's record on my iPod that, <laughs> yes. I wasn't, that I wasn't aware of. Yeah, and I was thinking, hello. I well, yeah, don't, don't remember this and I kind of looked and went oh it's oh it's a the we reviewing yeah and you know it's and Stone Roses Shed 7 Stone Roses they're all responsible for this band yeah the, the early Stone Roses yeah it's that it's that kind of echoey slightly yeah. dreamy middle yeah. of the road indie that's oh god that's it drove me just, around the bend I
1: mentioned the Smiths because it's that it starts with the Smiths and it sort of goes on into the, the, the later 80s with 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 early Stan Rose's work and Charlatans and stuff um, no I absolutely agree
0: yeah I mean the first, I had had to hear the first track I quite like the rest of the album I can't be dealing with to be very mm. honest it's just all kind of and as you said it washes over you yeah and I got to the end and I just didn't see the point
1: yeah
0: at all I was thinking if I wanted to listen to The Charlatans I would Stan Rose's I would stick one of their albums on yes so, that's, I, but,
1: but it has that added. I, I didn't realise they were American because I did pick up on that added hint of of something a bit Americana-like in the background, um, which makes sense now clearly. But uh, yeah, it's just it's just bland. Um, yeah, yeah, exceedingly so. Yeah, I mean, you know, not not offensive.
0: Well, it's, I, I think it is kind of offensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah I could I <laughs> <laughs> But by, by being as unoffensive as it is, yeah. it, it is offensive. Yeah. Not,
1: it's not, it's not offensive, yeah.
0: but, but uh, in my opinion, but, uh, yeah, just a bit, yeah, mm. shame. Yeah, um, I, I don't think I'll be checking them out again. as we no. said. So we finish off uh, in Brighton. Ah, with blood red shoes. Uh, a actually, duo. Okay. I'm really enjoying you telling me where these birds <laughs> are from. <laughs> so they were duo from Brighton, uh, and this is their fourth out, al- fourth album. The first uh, produced on their own. The first three were co-produced by. Um, or with mm-hmm. uh, Mike Crossley, who did the Arctic First two of Arctic Monkeys albums. Excellent. <laughs> uh, not that I was going to mention the Arctic Monkeys. <laughs> and it's, again, it's, it's this is an album that's a bit like it's going to be a class thing. where I going to go, it's a, you're one of the, if it's a solid album. Mm. But you know, for me, this is a solid al- a solid album. And as all four of their albums have been solid, which is both a good thing and a bad thing for, for me. One, it's good because it means there's some great tracks on this record, as there have been great tracks on their previous three records. However, I'm still kind of waiting for them to make that one really good mm. or great record, and they're still not quite there yet for me. Right. Um, however, this album gets off to an absolutely blistering start mm. uh, with a great instrumental mm. piece of noise uh, Welcome Home. Mm. One minute, 50 seconds. Yeah, Get in. Get in. That's That's what you in. on the elbow. <laughs> yeah yes. tracks on this album are about three pretty much all three minutes long it's brilliant um and then kind of goes on the similar. I kind of think there are, obviously there are, there are two pieces so the setup is is the the now familiar kind of white stripes kind of setup of drummer mm-hmm. guitarist going on in this case the uh, guys the drummer and uh, the girl is the guitarist uh, both share vocal duties mm-hmm. uh, uh quite often on the same two different bits of the same track uh, and when that works. Well, which uh, on tracks are just far away, Mm which is one of the fake tracks in the album. I think it's really good. It works. I also really like uh, Perfect Mess um, behind a wall. So, actually, there's there's a period in the middle of the album that I think it's really good. And you know, there's there's interesting bits of pieces in there. So, you get bits of garbage coming in there, you get bits of blondie, um, bits of a few other people as, Mm. as, as well. And I think overall, it's enjoyable but like I said I'm still because I quite like I've liked all their albums to about the same kind of level Mm. I'm still just wanting them to kind of push on and I don't know get better focused on the the songs
1: yes um around about track 4 I was really reminded of the Artsy Monkeys (laughs) (laughs) although although you mentioned that they've worked previously with the producer worked with the Artsy Monkeys early on it was actually more the Queens of the Stone Age Arctic Monkeys that that I was reminded of.
0: Yeah, you know, I know what you mean. At that yeah, point. It
1: was sort of ironically, it's the later Arctic Monkeys that, that sort of.
0: Yeah, kind of ran race
1: know. rope, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so no, I, I did, I uh, did pick that up. I thought, oh yeah, that's just, there you go, influence. Um, I have to agree with with um, everything you've said. There you go. That's the first for this podcast. <laughs> um, I also quite enjoyed Speech Coma. It had a ri I don't know again the female it's the, the the female vocalist, it had a real feel of elastica about it. There is a bit, of that, I mean? Yeah, uh, sort of punk kind yeah. of thing.
0: That it's definitely that, that, yeah. p- that, I it's that that period. That kind of garbage. So on yeah. the,
1: chorus, the chorus is very garbagey. because yeah. 'Cause we've just dissed the band that sounded like the late eighties. There was a sort of mid nineties thing to this at times, which uh, which I quite enjoyed. Um yeah, no, this is by comparison to the previous album, this is a great this is a great indie rock album, actually. And it's, it's really, very enjoyable. And it is really short. And it's very short, and there's a lot of variety in between. Um, and uh, yeah, no, it's a good record. Again, first half probably better than second half.
0: Yeah, I think I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah and last, last couple of tracks are a bit kind of, yeah, yeah sort
1: of T- Last track, Tightwire, the, the quiet one. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, I quite enjoyed that. Um, but yeah, you know, very strong start to this album. Um, feel your frustration. I feel like there should be a hit in there as well. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that, um, I mean, maybe it's just a matter of, you know... I mean, I think Far Away could be a hit. Yeah. But yeah, who knows? Who knows? I don't know, very enjoyable. I'd recommend that. So, we uh, actually, I shall hand over to you the, the, the fun bit here. Because okay. obviously, we started our last podcast uh, telling people what uh, our fellow critics have, yep. have thought of records. So we've been using the Metacritic website website to find out what's... Albums have got out of a hundred. It's our new uh, thing. Yeah. Uh, so, so I'll leave you to do the uh, the honours on our artists this week. All right. Um, Elbow. Uh, Metacritic, Metacritic
1: score of eighty-one, um, which is yeah pretty, yeah, pretty pretty good, pretty good. Pretty yeah, just, good. just over four out of five stars. Yeah, at the four minute. out of five stars. Uh, Drive by Truckers, seventy-eight. Not far behind. Not far behind. I think that's that, that's fair fair. Um, Farrell. Farrell Farrell, Farrell Williams uh,
0: 67
1: yeah I'd have put that a bit higher personally Kylie at 66 yeah you you know what I think
0: yeah 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 Yeah.
1: (laughs) Um, real estate 78 yeah obviously obviously, lots of reviews in the states giving this this, (laughs) yeah that'd be down there with Kylie if it was down to me Um, and uh, Blood Red Shoes 67
0: yeah not not that many reviews for that. No, it's probably got the least 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 number uh, of reviews. reviews more reviews. I think that would push that number a bit higher. I'd be quite agree. Of yeah. So, <clears throat> so, w- without further ado, although I'm guessing I know you answered this one. What's your album of the uh, month? Elbow. See, this Northern loyalty. Yeah. But well, need... um, okay,
1: but everyone's going to say that. I think I do think it's a good album. I do think I think it's, you know it's it's going to be up there in the list at the end of the year as a great album. Um, oh, hello. Um, right. Just there's, there's think, turning the Kime Logs on the O2. All right, <laughs> appropriately. appropriately. Appropriately enough. <laughs> um, but if I was going to pick one other, because I feel I should for this particular podcast, uh, oh, it'd be a toss up between
0: Red Blood Shoes and Drive By Truckers, actually. Uh, I agree with. I'll the whole thing of you just what you just said there. Uh, I'll with blood red shoes. Because I I would say the Elbow album is probably the best album of the, of the month of the ones we have re- reviewed just. Oh. Um, but what I would also say is as as we get, as we move into the fourth month of the year so far, I'm missing 2013.
1: Are you okay? Oh dear.
0: Well, that's a, another conversation.
1: Um, yeah, I, I I was thinking actually on the way over here I. I did hear um, a track from the last Barry album which was about this time last year it was Um, and that was the start of a great run of of great albums
0: so uh, who knows join us next time to find out you've been listening to the CTTV music podcast